0: Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is Everything is on time. Everything is on time. Do you hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we we are just so blessed. There's nothing to to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you'll do it all right.
1: Be here with you. That old devil's been messing with you again, trying to keep you from doing the kingdom work. But hallelujah, he's defeated, Dr. Mawiri. He's defeated and he has nothing on you. You are a child of God, heir to the throne, priest in the order of Melchizedek. Dr. Robert, Moore, greet the people and open them in prayer, please?
0: Greetings, <laughs> but uh, Andy, I just wanna <laughs> tell you that I struggled about coming uh, this morning mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I felt not so good. And I just know that God is not into how we feel.
1: Yeah.
0: It, is, it is written. It Amen. is what God said by the stripes of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am healed. Yes, he Lord. said it, and I believe it. That's and man. I am here to celebrate the healing. Amen. Father, we thank you <laughs> that the battle is over mm. and the victory is won. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Yes. By Your stripes, my Father, yeah. I know. I'm not going to be healed, but I am healed.
1: Yes, Lord. It's
0: already done. Mm-hmm. And those, my father, who are being attacked by the enemy in mm-hmm. sickness, may they take courage.
1: Hallelujah. May they say, okay, mm.
0: I can be attacked, mm. but I don't have to be defeated. Amen. I can rise up and I can stand up and I can, I can declare what God says in his word, that I am healed. So Father, I encourage those who are uh, sick, Mm. who are listening to this program, and I thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time. Bless us together now in Mm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen
1: and amen, Dr. Morey. I I, I just, as you were praying that, I was thinking, that's the key, is to not be defeated. The enemy's gonna come at us and attack our bodies, but by Jesus' stripes, we are healed, and we walk in that knowledge, that authority, that promise. You told us there's over, how many? Over 1,500 promises in the Bible. That is a promise. By Jesus' stripes, we are healed. And you're walking in that, and praise God for modeling that to the people, even when you don't feel like it. God says, come, and we're to continue to prepare the remnant.
0: This is why my heart rejoices in that uh, God put us together. Mm. He sent them two by two. Amen. So here we are together (laughs) to encourage the sense that God's on the throne and the devil is defeated. And I pray a blessing upon each one of us today. Mm. And I pray that even in this time of crisis in our nation, That there'll be any a divine intervention. Amen. Just like I'm experiencing a, a divine intervention. Amen. That there will be a divine intervention in everybody's life. Amen. Because it's all about God. It's not about us, it's about Him. Yes, it is. In Him we live
1: <laughs> and have <laughs> our, our being. being. Yes, Lord. Amen. All right, Dr. Mori. God had told us to start this series. We don't know even know how long it's gonna go, but God told us to do a series establishing your life, your calling is a last day's prophet. Some of the things that we've already established in parts one, two, and three was that your family lineage goes back to King Solomon. You showed us how your family name, Monometapa, were rulers of Ethiopia. And Ethiopia is the continent of Africa, but prior to the Berlin Conference in 1884, all of Africa was called Ethiopia except for Egypt and Libya. You also told us about the land of Ophrah, mentioned in Genesis, called Sofala by the Egyptians, according to the Septuagint. You said the port of Sophala is still there and still called by that name today, and it's an ancient port to the southern palace of the Ethiopian kingdom. Finally, in part three, you began to share about Bazan, the Magi how he changed his name when the Apostle Thomas came to him to deliver the news that Jesus had died and resurrected. I want to dig a little bit deeper on that because you said that Thomas began to call them Prester John. And here's my first question for you. Was Prester John a personal name or is it a title?
0: Prester John was a title uh, for all the, um, the descendants of Melanek the first, the son of Solomon, the son of David. Mm-hmm. So from the time that uh, Bazin was baptized, and Apostle Thomas changed his name to Prester John, and it became the title of all his descendants.
1: So was your ancestor's Monomotapa? Was he also a Prester John? He
0: was Prester John. Really, Prester John? <laughs> yes, Prester John. <coughs> it's uh, it's just really exciting because you find this name Prester John. For instance, just to give you an example, uh-huh. uh, when Monomotapa, when uh, Monomotapa, uh, when um, Marco Polo uh-huh. went to China, mm-hmm. he said in volume two of Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Anybody can Google that. Mm-hmm. He mentions Prester John. Prester John was the one he met in in, in China. China. Yes, in China. And he says of the claim of gold. In his own writings, Marco Polo. Wow. So there was a, a, a Prester John over there. I would say something that is really exciting for me is to see the wisdom of God and that God gave David the divine right of kings. Mm -hmm. And he divided the world into two regions. Mm -hmm. Those on the east, uh, the right going west Mm -hmm. towards Jerusalem. And the writing from the the west goes east. And they all meet in Jerusalem (laughs) because that's where God established the divine right of kings. So one house of the of David was given the east. Yes. That's how we you get um, the eastern Ethiopic, Asiatic uh, influence okay. of Prester John. All right. And then you go to the to the west, uh-huh. you find the, the Prester Johns of the west, the, the divine right of kings. So God had established a universal kingdom as a type and the shadow of the coming of the Messiah, Hallelujah. the true
1: king. Son of David will rule from where?
0: From Jerusalem. From Jerusalem.
1: All right, so you've now established that Prester John was a title. It wasn't a person, but a title given to those that, uh, that, that uh, Apostle Thomas came, given to uh, Bazin the Magi, given to others, so there were many Prester Johns in Asia and all over. Here is the next question you had mentioned It was either in part two or part three that Prester John wrote a letter that changed the world, that had to do with an influence of Israel. Go a little bit deeper and tell us more about that letter. All All right,
0: right. in the eighth and ninth century, we don't really quite know exactly, but somewhere there, um, the the historians talk about the letter that was from Prester John that was circulated uh, from the Rome, uh, from Vatican, from Rome, to European um, royal families, it, because they were having a, a problem with the rise of Islam. And so he wrote a letter and said, I have 1,000 gold mines in my country, mm-hmm. and I have an animal with one horn. And you know what that is? The rhinoceros. Binoceros? And the gold of my country will be used to liberate Jerusalem. That was in the letter saying there is no problem with the gold to supply the army to liberate Jerusalem. Okay. I have the gold mines. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where I am, uh, between two rivers. So he is describing Sophalah. That in Sofala, there's all the gold for the liberation of Jerusalem. This was
1: in Rhodesia, in 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 your home country. Exactly.
0: At that time, it was the southern palace of Ethiopia. Sofala was the name. So there from Sofala, Monomotapa was the king. Yes, He ruled, and Monomotapa was called Presta John. Presta John oh, a <laughs> Yeah, okay. that's all right. right. All right. So that's how this letter originated, and uh, all the European royal families realized we have access to the to the gold. If we find Pastor John, we can use that gold to accomplish Pastor John's offer, Pastor John's vision.
1: Alright, so he wrote that letter. My next question that is: did it come to fruition? Did, did everything that he said in the letter, did they get the gold? Was Jerusalem liberated? Did it come to fruition? Well, <laughs> oh, Andy,
0: when you really think about it, the faithfulness of God, it took many centuries, but when God says something, it will come to pass in the fullness of time. Okay. Not in the way that Pastor John thought was going to happen right. immediately and uh, it would be executed. It didn't go the way that men expected it to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But God established his, his prophetic word and said this was going to happen. The goal of this country will liberate Jerusalem from Pastor John this letter and this vision will literally be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the existence of the modern state of Israel is a direct result of Prester John, the descendant of King Solomon, l- ruling over uh, Ethiopia because the son of Solomon was given Ethiopia, was given the, the sons of Africa right. to, to rule over them and to take the blessings of Abraham to Africa and to bring the the peace and to bring the the, the gospel that's why the first Christian kingdom was in Africa Mm -hmm. when the king was baptized everybody converted to Christianity and Christianity became the strongest in North Africa where all we have all the church fathers, Mm -hmm. where most of the the manuscripts, the ancient manuscripts of the Bible, Mm -hmm. even the ancient, ancient manuscripts where we get the the Apocrypha Mm -hmm. or the the, the Book of Enoch, Mm -hmm. uh, Jasper. All those things are in Ethiopia because King Solomon sent all that with his son to be kept in Ethiopia, and when you say Ethiopia, we're talking about the whole continent of it's Africa Africa, right, right, right. Africa until right. 1884. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- that was the sphere that King Solomon gave to his son, mm. all of Africa and all of Asia. That, that's the whole eastern side mm-hmm. was given to him. Okay. So here we, we, we are with a vision he, that God gave him, that his gold will liberate Jerusalem, the city of the great king, King David.
1: All right, go deeper into history and show us how that letter and that promise actually liberated Jerusalem. Now,
0: we come to uh, the time of, um, you know, 1884, the colonization of Africa, and we, we, we come to a particular time, and a particular gentleman called Cicero John Rhodes. Cecil John Rhodes. Cicero John Rhodes. Okay. And Cicero John Rhodes is the one that organized the, uh, the, the taking over of Prester John's country, Sofala, um, Rhodesia, Zimbabwe, for, for people to understand. And there was a, there was a conflict, a conflict between uh, the, the Dutch, the Boer, and the British because the Dutch wanted to go in and take Prester John's gold because they understood that Prester John's gold is uh, between two rivers the Zambezi, the Limpopo and uh, the thousand gold mines there uh, everybody had read the letter mm-hmm. so everyone in Europe knew if you want the gold it's between the two rivers and of course the Portuguese had already been in Rhodesia or Sofala with Prester John in the 14th century
1: so they came
0: with? No, no they came way before, okay. in the 14th century. Okay. So the Portuguese had already gone, met Pastor John, and actually received the concession wow. to, to mine the gold of, wow. of, of Sofala. Okay. And th- th- what happened is the British had that, the Portuguese had got the concession
1: mm-hmm. to
0: mine gold in Sofala. Mm-hmm and the british didn't want that
1: (laughs) they wanted it for themselves
0: yes and they even sued the portuguese in the international court wow for that concession okay and when they couldn't get that concession that's when they changed the stack the the, the tactic the the approach so they decide we are just going to go take it over by force
1: (laughs) we'll just go to war we're just going to go to war
0: so well at the same time the, the 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 dutch they also know about the gold mm-hmm. in Sofala. Mm-hmm. So they send their people, Jan van Riebeck, in 1652. He arrives in Cape Town, <laughs> and he starts trekking. <laughs> and they're going to cross that river and take the gold. Mm-hmm. And the, the British says, stop. We've already been to uh, World Court over, this, those, over these concessions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They belong to us. Okay. So, so the Boer said, we're going we're to be the one taking that gold. And the British says, you're not going to be the one taking the gold. So now we have the, the court case. Mm-hmm. Now the second thing, now we have the Dutch. Mm-hmm. So they had to go to war between the Dutch and the English. That is the Boer War that you read. It's historical. Yes. You can quantify this. That was the battle. They were fighting over Rhodesia. In that time, it was called Sof- Sofala. Wow. The, the, the place I of Prester got- John, where the gold is. So... When the Dutch were defeated okay. and the, the first concentration camp was with Cecil John Rhodes. He put the, the Boers in a concentration camp.
1: Okay,
0: That was not invented with Hitler. It was invented over, the, <laughs> over Zimbabwe okay.
1: or Rhodesia. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> so after he, he defeated them, put them in concentration camps, told them you are farmers, we are gold people, we cross over. So they crossed over into Sofala. And they found the 1,000 gold mines, according to Pastor John's letter. Mm-hmm. And they also found that all the stones in the priest's breast, um, blood plate. So
1: I mean for the high priest. All yeah, the yeah, yeah, mines. yeah. All those
0: stones are found in
1: Sofala. In Sofala. Yes.
0: Wow. So they went around following the letter. And until they found 1,000 gold diggings, they, they knew there was more. So they began to collect that mine, that, that gold. And ship it to England, and when they shipped it to England, Cesar John Rhodes and his partner Miller, Cecil John Rhodes, Miller, Round Table, is the one that created a trust. And the trust was to fulfill Prester John's vision. Okay. And that trust was given to actually say Rothschild so Ro- St. Rothschild became the trustee of that money for the liberation of Jerusalem oh, wow so that trust is the trust that actually worked together with Cecil John Rhodes round table mm-hmm. and they became the custodian of Balfour declaration so the Balfour declaration was in, was given was actually purchased by Cecil John Rhodes with Rhodesian money. It was the source that, that, of that money. Mm-hmm. And that's why the funds that were given to, say, Rothschild and the Cecil mirror Round Table became the custodians of the Balfour Declaration. So the Balfour Declaration Incredible. is the basis Incredible. of the modern state of Israel. Incredible. Exactly. Incredible. exactly. This is the most amazing biblical fulfillment of what I call biblical prophecy. And I believe personally that it was the fulfillment of uh, of Zephaniah 3.10. Can you find that? Yes. Because I believe it has to do with the revival that's taking place, the revival of Israel, the coming back of the children of God from around the world, the in-gathering, spiritual in-gathering, political in-gathering,
1: the rebirth of Israel and the re- re- restoration that's taking place right now. Zephaniah 3.10. Yeah. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshipers, my scattered people, will bring me offerings. This is the offering. This is the offering. It was that gold, the offering,
0: that brought forth the modern state of Israel, so that there will be an gathering in Israel, Incredible. that prophecy might be fulfilled, and all these things can be verified, historically mm-hmm. have verified. Mm-hmm. There is nothing I'm saying that's not quantified with history, because these things show us the faithfulness of God. They show us that God is in control. They show us that He is the Lord of history and that nothing happens by chance when you look at this then you realize that the, coloniali- the, the, the colonization of Africa uh, the, all the things that happened were part of the plan of God Amen. to fulfill His divine will and that no man can take credit God is the author and He is a finisher he, he, Pastor John received the revelation he wrote it down He sent it to Europe and took all these hundreds of years, but God never fails any of his promise and any of his word. So now we, we sit here talking about the modern state of Israel and St. Rothschild child and, and the Balfour Declaration. And of course, I'm married to a, to a Scottish girl. Um, you say, what has that to do with... Uh, R- rhodesia uh, the, the gold of rhodesia and the liberation and all that because the scottish right the scottish right mm-hmm. was very very involved with the creation of the modern state of israel and the cecil john rhodes round table now one other thing that i may made i may mention because mm-hmm. this might be of interest to those who want to dig deep into mm-hmm. history find out how god's been at work in history The more, the, the new world order, the new world order, that we're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What wh- originated the new world order? Exactly. Where wh- is the plan? Who, who who envisioned a new world, uh, a new world order? It was Cecil John Rhodes. He wrote the plan for what we're going through. The new world order.
1: For the new world order. Yes, he wrote the, the the world?
0: Oh he wrote the plan. He wrote the plan. He had had seven wills that he created. One of them was to finance the smartest people from around the world, the Rhodes Scholarship, Mm. and in preparation of creating a global new world order. An elite. Yeah. Gather the elite to create in 100 years a new world order. He dreamed that. He planned it. And he paid for it so there's nothing happened by chance and the creation of the United Nations was create was clearly a plan of of the on the Cecil John Rhodes Roundtable to finance the, the legal nations in order to create the right of Israel to exist because they wrote those documents and those documents says if you when you read it it's all about Israel it's all about the Jews returning in the United Nations Charter. It says the same thing, because it was not created just for the world. It was created with particular interest of Israel becoming a nation again, and after that, bringing all the nations together in a new world order. And that was Cecil John Rhodes
1: using Rhodesian money. Dr. Mori, this is incredible. Let, let, let me try, as, as I often do, just to summarize here briefly and make sure I understand this. King Solomon gets his gold from Ethiopia, from Sofala, modern day Rhodesia, Zimbabwe. He gets his gold from there and you're telling us that that gold, Cecil Rhodes declared that that that, that gold would be given and used to make, the modern-day state of Israel as we know it today and that prophecy was all fulfilled? Is that what I'm understanding? You know,
0: you're understanding correctly. Here's what happened. The the, the, the gold mines, the 1,000 gold mines
1: mm-hmm.
0: which were actually Solomonic mm-hmm. because uh, this wasn't a Pastor John, the son of Solomon, the son of David. So all these gold mines were Solomonic, yes. Solomonic mines. Yes. And remember, all of Africa was Solomonic. Yes. They there are brismic blessings over all the continent. And as a matter of fact, for those listening to me in Africa, there were about 46 kings throughout the ancient Africa.
1: 46 Prester John's.
0: The, those were the sons of Prester John oh, and they believe. were scattered around and when Africa was divided, that's why we ended up with nearly 46 nations. They were just de- breaking and up those Every one of them into independent countries. So that was the sphere of Solomon's rule to bring the blessings of Abraham. Now, what is exciting is that there was more gold still in those mines, Mm -hmm. in the 1,000 mines, that the British opened all of them, mined all that gold. Uh, They had to build a freight train (laughs) to carry the gold to Cape Town and take it. To, the to, ships. To, yeah, to England mm. and to, to tell you how crazy uh, we can be when we are instruments of God and we take ourselves too serious just for your interest. This is just a sad sh- thing. Uh, Cicero John Rhodes when he crossed over and began to mine this gold from Rhodesia and shipping it out and realizing that he has taken over Prester John's kingdom in Cape Town, some of you are living in Cape Town. <laughs> in Cape Town, he built himself a throne, uh, a replica of David's throne uh, in, in, the, in, in the Temple Mountains. He built that with, with, with 12 lions and <laughs> with him sitting as the new King Pastor John. <laughs> and that, that image is still there to celebrate the taking over of the gold of Sophala. Wow,
1: wow, 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 wow. History, 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 Dr. Maweri. This is this is this, you know, when we started this to, to show that you were called as a last days prophet for the nations, I had no idea of all this history and how it went back. I've heard you say, son of Solomon, son of David, when you speaking to Benjamin Netanyahu or Ariel Sharon, but I had no idea. This what you have done is you have established the fact, the fact, the fact that your lineage goes all the way back to King Solomon to King David. And 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 for
0: that And I, that And that I have to add something there that go ahead. and that the, the the gold of Rhodesia of Sofala the country between two rivers always belonged to the house of David. Always. And it was used for the liberation of Israel because it always belonged there. Wow. It is in the letter
1: of Pastor John. Dr. Moy, this is this is incredible. Uh, this scripture, I wanna read this scripture and tell me if this is exactly what is happening. I'm gonna read Ezekiel 36, 24 through 25. It says, for I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all the countries and bring you into your own land. Then I'll sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from your filthiness, and from all your idols. Is that what we're seeing today, that people are going back to Israel, established Israel, as you've laid it out here in history for these last days?
0: First of all, you know, Andy, my people perish for lack of knowledge. When you look at what God has done, and how he has done it, and how, ezekiel 36 that you just read how god promised i will gather you from the nations Mm -hmm. and i will pay Mm
1: -hmm. the the the
0: the jewish people scattered among the nations could not uh come together with an army uh, could not come together with enough money to liberate themselves but god in his infinite wisdom Mm -hmm. he said i'm going to do that Mm -hmm. i got one thousand gold mines Mm -hmm. i am the you know what says gold and silver is what is mine says the Lord Mm -hmm. I got all the gold to finance this and he opened the gold mines to fulfill his word that this prophecy might be fulfilled when we come to the Father we got to realize something that apart from him we can do nothing we are nothing and there is nothing of us to take credit, because Sister John Rhodes, you know what he thought? He thought, ah, look at me. I'm Sister John Rhodes. Mm. Look what I'm doing. Mm. What he didn't know is that he was literally fulfilling.
1: He was an instrument of it's Just God. An, instrument, an instrument,
0: instrument. instrument. This is why when we realize that we are all instruments mm. in the hands of God, mm-hmm. that God has an eternal plan There is a place for each one of you in the divine economy. Amen and amen. He who chose you, is able to keep you, to guide you, to strengthen you, to lead you into his perfect will. But there is a condition. You must meet the condition. Because destiny is not by chance. Mm. Destiny is by choice. You have to make a choice. And that choice is to follow the Lord with all your heart, with all your strength, to put your hands to the plow and never look back. Because it's all about coming into alignment with destiny. Mm. We see in, in, in history and in scripture, two people, this is a good example, two sons born with The opportunity to fulfill the greatest destiny. One is Esau. Esau was aligned. Uh, Esau was positioned, but not aligned. And this other young man, his his brother, his heart was aligned with the heart of God, Mm -hmm. but he was not positioned because he was firstborn. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't have the position, but he had the heart. So it's not about the position you could be born in the bloodline of King David and still not experience the blessings of God Mm -hmm. and still not see the hand of God in the land of the living. It's it's not about who we are. It's about whose we are and the choice that we have to make. It's a personal choice. That's why there is no respect for persons. Nobody has got an advantage. It's about a choice. We can choose to embrace the, the destiny that God has for us. And we can choose to go all the way with him. And then we will see the hand of God, the power of God, the provision of God, the, 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 the glory of God. Everything just happens because our hearts is in the right place. He leads us and guides us. Because some of you sitting there think, oh, Brother Robert, you're, you're, you're so blessed, It's uh, so wonderful, it's all in your bloodline. It's in the blood of Jesus. Mm. It's in the blood that was shed on Calvary. There is nobody who comes in through historical bloodlines. There is nobody who comes in because of who they are. It's all about who Jesus is in your life, in your walk. Amen. I'm talking about your daily walk with the Lord because it's not a historical experience, it's about a present experience. Mm -hmm. Where you are right now, walking with him, listening to him. We, I share about all these wonderful things. You know what they did to me is as I looked at all this, I say to myself, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna follow David? Because David is the root. He was a man after the heart of God. Mm -hmm. Everything that happened to David happened because his heart was in the right place and if i would put my heart in the right place the god of abraham isaac and jacob the god of david who come into me and who fulfill his plan and purpose just like you Amen. anywhere in the world anyone because god loves all of us jesus died for all of us his blood was shed for all of us and his spirit is available to all of us Amen. so destiny is available when we align our hearts with his heart Amen. and so Amen. i say to the lord you know god i want to be a man after the, your heart like david help me lord Amen. They, they, this is this, this is a daily walk mm-hmm. they, it just i have to look to him and not look at my circumstances and not go by what i think what i feel but say god know my father let your will be done Amen. and not my will because when we do that we are strengthened and here is out what I would say to everyone that we thank God for his faithfulness that the letter that was written by Pastor John was literally fulfilled in, in, the, in his way at his time. Nobody knew how it was going to be fulfilled, but God had it all 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 planned, and it all panned out now. There is a modern state of Israel, and here we are, the Messiah is coming back, (laughs) and all scriptures are being fulfilled, and we give praise and thanks to our God for his
1: faithfulness. All right, um, next week we're going to go into more modern day. We're going to get into the last 70, 75 years because I want you to start next week with the story that you that you put that little carrot out there and dangled it back in part one about John G. Lake coming into a hotel in South Africa and meeting your father. We'll pick up there next week. Don't but miss. Don't, don't miss. Don't, miss, week, I'm I'm is, you, <laughs> don't miss. I'm because telling you.
0: Don't miss. Because that is the best part. I can't <laughs> wait for that because that's...
1: Whoa, oh. that, that's why I'm here. That's right, that's why you're here, that's why you were born. Yeah, before we get to that, we've got about five minutes before we close. A couple of questions have come in because many people watching us and sharing this around the world understand that the search is on right now for the red heifer. They understand that the, the rabbis have been here, that they're looking in Texas. They, they understand these things, and, and a question has come in that I want you to answer from the people. And here's what it is. The red heifer's got to be found so that we can do the water purification of sin from the ashes of the red heifer to build the third temple. The people in Ethiopia claim that they have the Ark of the Covenant. And we know that you've got the Ark of the Covenant to go into a temple. Do you believe that that's where the Ark of the Covenant is? Is it in Ethiopia?
0: Well, we know that um, when uh, King Solomon uh, sent back his son, because uh, Melanec was trained in Jerusalem uh, by Solomon, his father, and the, the, the scribes and the uh, the he got all his education uh, in Jerusalem, and that when he left, um, I believe that about forty uh, scholars, uh, theologians, and artisans and different Sent together with them back to Ethiopia, and that um, they may have been the original Ark of Covenant or a copy. Right now, what I would say is that a copy was taken to Ethiopia. A copy? I I would say a A
1: replica.
0: A replica of the original.
1: Now, of course,
0: um, my people in Ethiopia <laughs> will tell you, no, 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 we don't have a replica. We have the real thing. Right. Uh, everybody claims the real thing, but it doesn't matter. The fact is, I believe we received, not only did we receive the ancient manuscripts that were uh, in Jerusalem for safekeeping in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, we, we received the replica of the, ter- or, of the, uh, the, the Ark of Covenant uh, to be stored in Africa. Uh, that's why Africa, Ethiopia, as you say, call it, was not defeated. But in the thinking of people, they are thinking of the Horn of Africa, that little place called Ethiopia. Yeah, but yeah. because the um, the the history they have has been limited, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But now that we go back to the three thousand years of the the Ethiopian kingdom, how it was set up, we know that they took some. They were given this by. King Solomon for the step giving, so they took them to Africa.
1: Okay, all right. So it could be a replica, could be the original. We'll know soon whenever the temple is rebuilt. And that's right that's, right, that's Our right, right. That, that's life, right. That, that's we'll right, that's right. Yeah. Then for sure. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Dr. Mori, this is just incredible. I just want to say, on behalf of uh, the people that are watching, on behalf of myself, thank you for sharing your family's history for us. Thank you for explaining more of why you've been called as a last day's prophet to the nations, to the world, to prepare people for these last days. I just want to say thank you for your life. Thank you for your humility. Thank you that you don't puff up about it. That as you said, it's your calling on your life. I've got a different (laughs) calling. Everyone out there's got a calling upon their life. Yours has been as a last days prophet. So, just give a final word and uh, and and uh, close us in prayer, and then I'll give a couple of logistics for the people.
0: Blessed are you watching, because they that wait upon the Lord will mount up with wings like an eagle. Mm -hmm. They shall run and not faint. They shall walk and not be weary. Amen. God has new strength for you. He's gonna guide you one day at a time, Mm -hmm. one victory at a time, as you put your trust in Him. We know we're living in a critical time, in the end of time. Um, There is uncertainty. But this one thing I can tell you, that God who called you, He knows you by name, Mm -hmm. He will not fail you. He will guide you, he will lead you, and He will strengthen you. So be blessed. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you Lord. May the Lord cause His face mm-hmm. to shine upon you and be gracious towards you mm-hmm. and give you His peace. Yes,
1: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen. As always, if you want more about what we're doing here on Today in Biblical Prophecy, more about Good News World, more about our radio station WRNO, you can do that. You can go to this email address, just put in your email and we'll send you everything, all of our updates, announcements, everything that's going on with our ministry here. We ask that you pray for us constantly. Pray for Dr. Murray. He's still under attack. He's still under attack. That old devil is a liar and tries to steal, kill, and destroy. Keep him lifted up in your prayers. Keep our ministry lifted up in your prayers. And if God so has you partner with us financially for donations, for the ministry, for our radio station, for this program, you can always give. Two different ways you can give. You can go to this website and you'll see the link at the bottom. You can click on the donate button and put in your credit card information and, and, and give as the Holy Spirit would have you give. You can also write a check, cashier's check, money order, make those out to Good News World, and you can mail those to the P.O. box at the very bottom of your screen there. We just want to thank you for watching. Tune in next week. Next week is going to be one of the most powerful stories that I've ever heard from Dr. Mori about the fact that he was called and prophesied over in his mother's womb as the last day's prophet. Until then,